Hello. It's hot out. Yeah, it was. This is what he's got. So this is the cold open. That's all I got, really. Um, it's hot out. Mr. Dave, how's the weather? Look, he's gonna show off. He's gonna flex. Oh my gosh! For our audio listeners, it's a uh, Ghostbusters Lego or a Ghostbusters car Lego thing. I don't know the just a car. (laughs) This is coming. Famous vehicles in cinema history: the Ecto One. I knew this was coming. Is there an Ecto Two? What's um, that? Is there an Ecto two? No, there's an Ecto one A, and there is an Ecto two in the in the cartoon. It's a helicopter. I uh, have it. Yeah. In box, I think. And then there, there's a bunch of Ectos in like the cartoon comics, but in the movies, there's just the one and the one A in Ghostbusters two. Okay. So I'm gonna challenge Jeremy here if he could name oh, no. me two other famous cars from pop culture. Uh, the DeLorean from, uh, Back to the Future. Okay. And uh, wait, wait, wait! Give me a second. I uh the audience. Uh, the Anakin Skywalker's pod racer from Star Wars Episode One. I said, I literally (laughs) said a car. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, you got me. You got me. Uh, Knight Rider, uh, General uh, Lee, uh, Smokey uh, and the Bandits car. The Bandits. I'm trying to think Blues of Brothers uh, car, like modern day cars. Dodge, uh, yeah, the car from Supernatural. That one would I would have accepted as well. The I'll Black even take Camaro. the El Camino from El Camino. I was trying to think of the car from Death Proof, but. That wasn't really like what a about Mad Max touchstone, right? I've I mean, I've yeah. only seen like part of the first one. And I couldn't make it through it. So the worst that, one's and, the worst and, one. Yeah, it is the worst one. Also, uh, just for you, you should just in Google after the show, type in uh, famous cinema cars. I would have even taken the Batmobile. Or oh yeah, that yeah, that's true. <laughs> or Black famous. Beauty. Cars, yeah. Rule 34. Black Beauty from the Green Hornet. Yeah. And I didn't say it had to be from movies. It could have been from television. So yeah. that's why I got oh, the and Hutch car. Yep. Dave made a purchase. I also made a purchase. The the A-Team van. You ready for this? That's a good one. Thank you. Is that a designer croc? You it's not designer. Thing. It's just a regular yeah. croc. Just don't talk but, to me because you wear Crocs, first of all. Just get away from the me. The Diplo Croc says Diplo, and then if you notice, there's a subtle detail where it's a Diplodocus, which is a tattoo. Yeah, the that subtle detail is that you wear Crocs, okay? Yeah, nothing says I've given up more than wearing Crocs. How's, how's that unemployment happening? It right was uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It was yeah, less than uh, – I'm enjoying my vacation. Thank you. <laughs> um, let me open my drink quick. This is this is the stall, so he could think. Of I'll a use that to. Uh, okay. I don't need to come back from that. I'm anti-work. Oh, uh, before we get started, because I know we have our little itinerary, but there's just a tweet from Variety wrote an article about uh, Warner Brothers or Warner Media's acquisition or Discovery's acquisition of Warner Media. I think that's the the order. Yeah, Discovery bought them. I think um, for forty three something billion. Uh, but then they have a couple of things they want to do for to overhaul DC. I don't know if you saw this, but 
the the main points are they want a Kevin Feige like leader. Uh, they said that DC lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy. They want to revitalize characters like Superman. And I think feel like this will be a little sensitive, but they want more stuff like the standalone Joker movie. Yeah. Okay. That's not sensitive Dave looked at up, all. Dave looked uh, up at the camera when I said the Joker movie. I don't know. It didn't look like a good good, you know, look. I, I don't I don't mind that they make more one off films. Like that that's fine, but yeah. And the Joker movie was spectacular. That was a it was really good. good character. Was right. I enjoyed that. But it also um, did the thing like that we usually complain about where it was like pretty gritty, violent. Well, not violent. The, that doesn't the matter. Joker but gritty, is like... the grittiest, most violent villain there is in both universes. He is terrible and terrifying. You're not so you think they mean like yeah. they want standalone movies like that or they want standalone just like just different no, standalone just great stuff. stories because that particular tone and atmosphere match the Joker's character. I think, I think that, that might those be more what they're going for. Two end goals are, are opposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you're uh, going to have a brand strategy. Yeah. And then, you know. then have these solo movies. I don't think that that's a cohesive vision. I think those are, are definitely two different avenues to go down. Um like the difference between Marvel Studios and Sony. Marvel Extended Marvel Universe or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Extended Universe. New owners. I mean, it can't possibly worse be the worst, right? Well, uh, it, it can because yeah. they were starting to rehab from the from Shazam on, like the actual brand. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of loosely connected all together. And mm-hmm. now if they're not going to be, that's a little bit worse off so to speak uh, what about the like revitalizes superman like bringing him back in honestly i would really enjoy that i like superman as a character mm-hmm. i don't want to see lex luthor ever in another movie um i wouldn't mind it if way. it was uh lex luthor more in the style of michael rosenbaum or, or like the president lex you know what the i mean just justice league unlimited lex where yeah yeah we, and we deserve a Lex like that, but we're not going to get it. And that's just, I'd rather just not see Lex at all if you're not going to do that slant on him. The same way I don't like the Joker in any more Batman movies. Just throw him in any other movie you want. Just stop trying to make whatever magic happened in 1989 happen again. Okay, nobody cares anymore. I don't care for seeing both of them on the screen at the same time. I have a quick question. Sure. It seems like... um. Marvel has like this deep well of like characters and like crazy storylines that like just go like super deep, but it feels, I don't know if it's just like what they've been choosing so far, like with DC where everything feels more grounded. Like even like, I know they had the, the, what was the last one? The Snyder Cut of Justice League or whatever. That was, it was Justice League, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had like the, the galactic threat from that one dude who was made out of CGI metal Barts. Yeah. That guy. Um, that scene galactic, though, but it's still, brother, still, sure. yeah. it, it still feels like sort of not like, not as like, it doesn't feel like they've really, like it doesn't have a lot of stuff that they could pick from that's like as cool as Marvel. I don't, that's just the impression okay. I got from what and, they've been picking so far. And but. Here's really the problem. You actually stumbled upon several things. Well, so I'll, I'll let Dave finish his nuggies there for a moment. Um, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, DC's been around for, I want to say 15 years longer than Marvel. 
DC hmm. has a wealth of characters, almost double the amount of characters that Marvel actually has in IP. Um, and, and that's not, I'm not saying DC is the greatest ever. I'm saying Marvel has used its, its uh, properties very well in the last couple of decades because before this, it wasn't. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, DC is barely scratching the surface, but DC, I don't know who's Dick, Zack Snyder sucked to get the job because he was the absolute wrong person to usher in the DC universe. He doesn't like comic books. Now, when you think of comic books and you think mm-hmm. of gritty and realistic, it's always mm-hmm. been Marvel. Marvel's the one that's more grounded. DC's the one with fairy tales coming to life with bright colors and people in bright pink and magic rings and Mm -hmm. all sorts of other stuff. It is way more fantastical than Marvel is, but Marvel just embraced the inherent comic bookness of its IPs for these movies. So it's coming off. It's coming off the page. It's like popping. It's doing things to our brains that these Mm -hmm. comic books are supposed to be doing. And Zack Snyder who doesn't want to see Superman smile when, in fact, he is a source of hope for our world. That's the whole point. He's an immigrant that comes from another part of the galaxy, comes to America, lives the American dream. He's like propaganda. <laughs> That's why it's called truth, justice, and the American way. Okay. I, I, I am not – I can't emphasize this enough. Like – Mm-hmm. America's used Superman as a propaganda piece since before World War II. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they, they're very intertwined. The history, and um, and why can't we see that? Why does that Superman have to never smile but once in the whole movie and then argue with the government? Right? Like we already know. Let Batman argue with the government. He's shady <laughs> as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But again, yeah. The problem is, is Warner Brothers is so focused on grounding everything because Batman sells. Well, Batman sells because he's your only grounded character. Literally, mm-hmm. stop trying to ground Wonder Woman. Stop trying to ground, you know, Wonder Woman's on the equivocal level of Thor with all these fantastical elements. When really? we got a Wonder Woman movie and I didn't see a single mythological creature, that was the only complaint. I don't know if, Dave, you remember me saying that. The only thing I wish... I don't know. I wanted to see a Hydra or some shit like that. Have her fight something that she's mm. supposed to. <laughs> hey, you know, if you want to see Hydra, watch Captain America. That's but you see, that's my point. Uh, like, you know, I I, I think so that- I, I my my major problem with DC is they turn the grit up to eleven, and it it, it clashes with the IP. Uh, to the point where it's almost unrecognizable. Grit, like you said, is saved for for Batman. He's the gritty one. Yeah, not Superman. Like Superman, like when you get gritty Superman, you you get like you know drunk Superman sitting at a bar flicking peanuts through the window. Thank you know? God that <laughs> was only like fifteen minutes of that whole film, because otherwise it was it was funny at least. You know, was that yeah. in the movie? Yeah, yeah, Superman three with Richard Pryor. I should have said Richard Pryor three, the source of Superman, is what yeah. I should have said. <laughs> the comedian? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Things went off the rails after Superman. Yeah, okay. yeah way off the rails. But so, like, like I, I mm-hmm. just think that like the the first part of it is 
they they turn the grid up too much. Every movie's dark and somber and and not woe is me. I could yeah, I can it, move faster than time, but woe is me. That doesn't it doesn't you see what I mean? It doesn't jibe. You know, I could lift the moon if you need me to change your tides for a few years. But woe is me. It's no. The only woe is me is the little orphan child in the alleyway. And even then, the whole point is the Justice League softens him up so he can have friends. Okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. And the other part of DC is they, they, they jumped ahead. They, they, didn't, they didn't follow the same plan as, as a Feige. They they tested the water. They dipped their toe in with Iron Man. And when when the water was warm, they they were like, let's let's ease into this. And then you had Hulk, and you had, you know, what they didn't interconnect them all right away. You didn't have Avengers as your third movie out. You, know? <laughs> you had everybody had like their solo movie, you know, and they slowly built up to that, and they earned the right to have that and have you care about those characters, because when you when you try to introduce them all in a haphazard way in Batman v Superman by showing like YouTube videos of each one. Like nobody gives a shit. There's no, there's no connection to those characters. No yeah. connection to the. They mistook. They mistook hype. Everybody was really hyped to see Wonder Woman finally in a movie. They mistook mm-hmm. that for, and she can, cause she, you know, they did that first movie and it was well done. I'm not going to take that away from it. It was mm-hmm. just still a little too grounded for me. I like the idea that it was World War One. I. I like the idea that all this stuff was happening. Don't get me wrong, but she comes from a, a an invisible Greek island. You know what I mean? Amazons. There should be Pegasus something around there. Give me a flying fucking horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> was that Give, in the second one? No. Oh. Huh. But, but my point is, is that in the comics, those are all bright, cheery places. I'm not saying nothing bad ever happens. But that's the reason why when something bad happens, you suddenly feel for everything. We lost Dave. We lost Dave. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Invite to Party podcast. I'm joined by Ray because uh, we had technical difficulties and Dave is in the middle of a tornado and uh, the power's out. We don't know where he is. He could be flying around. He could be in Kansas. Or Dave, is eating, Dave is eating power lines right now, getting larger. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to try. We're going to do our best to, you know, just power through, you know, we'll give it a shot, you know. Unfortunately, Ray's going to be carrying it. So, uh, but yeah, we had a we had a couple topics lined up. Um, I feel like I had something that on the cusp that I was going to mention, but now I forget. Uh, so yeah, we could just go right into the um, the main the first topic. Yeah. Although, uh, well, usually we do the. What, I haven't really played anything this last week um, besides Tiny Tina, and I played a little bit of Weird West, which is it's an immersive sim like top down game it's pretty cool it's kind of like old school rpg and then you can literally kill anybody uh and okay. like mess up the storyline or do whatever and the same vein of like the the writer and the creative director came from arcane and started working on this okay. uh but it's pretty it's pretty wild you can do like a bunch of stuff like creative stuff um haven't gone terribly far uh because i i like tiny tina i've been trying to do other stuff as well um but that's basically all i've done 
That does sound like the kind of gameplay that uh, uh, Wasteland had. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, it's entirely possible to completely foobar the story Mm -hmm. from the get-go. If you make, like, terrible choices, then you have to deal with it the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only difference would be it's not – it's like an action – it's kind of like a – it's not turn-based like Wasteland is. um, But it's like an action shooter kind of thing, and you can do, like – it's like twin sticks almost a little bit. That's pretty Uh, cool. You can get a posse and stuff. And then apparently I was listening to an interview – with the creative director Raph, Raphael something I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, he said like you can kill the final boss in the first like five minutes if you really wanted to, like if you beat the game and you know like all like where to go and like what to pick up or whatever, you can beat it in five minutes. So he's excited to see speedrun. So I think that's just cool, like a little that bit like uh, Prey, the, the new Prey. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. What about you? Uh, I have been trying very hard <laughs> to get it to get through chaos difficulty uh mm. on strangers a stranger of paradise which got a build and i'm very happy about it mm-hmm. uh, finally which is a knight thorns build every time i block you take significant okay. amount of damage really yeah every time i parry you also take break damage so <laughs> That sounds pretty I, sick, actually. It, it is, actually. I was very happy with it, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then, you know, obviously, if you provoke and just hold down your guard button, your shield just starts emanating shockwaves out. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. So it's very cool. Um, mm. And I'm trying to get through it with that. You know, you lose patience because the other two jokers in your team just kind of do damage <laughs> whenever they feel like it. Yeah. Um. So uh, having another live person there might help out uh, quite a great deal. Um, I'm, I'm also working on Tiny Tina's. I made it to level 40, and we're into, well into Mythic ranks now, doing uh, Chaos Runs, which is great. Everything's chaos. Everything's coming up chaos. <laughs> um, chaos. Yep. And I tried the PlayStation Plus uh, free game, uh, Slay the Spire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heard good things about that really enjoyed this game uh isn't that a roguelike it is which is weird i know i, yeah, I was gonna say i haven't surprised yet mm-hmm. uh, like when they say slay the spire it's you have to decide a path to take uh from the bottom of your screen all the way up to the top of this pyramid the spire mm-hmm. um and i beat the first spire and then i didn't realize it was part of an overall larger spire and i'm like crap <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you earn it, – it's it's cards. You get randomly dealt cards. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. see the creatures, whether they're going to attack or cast a spell or defend or whatever, like by little icons on their heads. And you mm-hmm. have to play your cards accordingly. Okay? So when they're all going to attack, you better block because otherwise you're taking full damage. You know what I mean? So you play a bunch of block cards to subtract off of the damage that would – because – there's no you heal after every fight. Everything's persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you get to a campsite, you have to decide whether to heal or whether to upgrade one of your cards to make it easier in the upcoming encounters. So you have to kind of balance things out uh, a, a great deal. There's no one way to do it. I'm, I'm having a good time because I enjoy deck building because, uh, you know, when you defeat certain creatures, you get some of the treasures cards, some of its artifacts, which are permanent bonuses that happen to your character, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I'm, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I, like I said, I played it extensively once to beat Aspire. 
And then as soon as it pulled the map all the way back, I was like, F, God damn it. I'm going <laughs> to sit here for a little bit, and I'm going to go and switch back to Tiny Tina's, which is mm-hmm. exactly what I did. Um, so that's that's what I did uh, video game-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, saw Moon Knight. <sighs> Haven't yet. Haven't watched it yet. Episode watched three. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, man, I have to say, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. This is a non-spoiler. Just... They made some changes to the characters. Uh, all mm-hmm. you sweaty nerds out there that would have a problem with that, please mm-hmm. stop because you, you already <laughs> ruined so many uh, different different things like nerdy stuff. Please stop doing that. Just leave it alone. Let the story play out. It's only six episodes. What's it going to hurt you, right? Um, but having a good time with Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. God. What a perfect man. <sighs> yeah. A perfect man. Um. Yeah, then uh, yeah, hopefully we can get Dave on here. But uh, I guess we'll probably – I had a question. Originally, the first topic was going to be about cheating, um, primarily uh, in video games because uh, I don't know if it's just me. But it does seem like there's been like a surge in cheating, um, whether it's like the AIM or the like wall hacks, AIM bots, things, classics, you know, the classics on PC gaming. Uh, or uh, I guess I didn't know there was these things, but you can get programmable like controllers now or like attachments. Uh-huh. You can program in scripts and macros and stuff like um, I'm not even going to say the name because I think they're stupid. Like it's terrible, which at least you still like have a chance. If like you're good at the game uh, just because someone can like get a double tap or something really quick. Sure. If you have like the advantage or like map knowledge or teamwork or whatever. Um, oh, Dave's power is coming on. So I'll just keep going yep. with this. Um, uh What's it saying? Oh yeah, a physical cheating. It just seemed like it's gotten a lot more common. Um, while we wait for Dave, though, I was curious. Um, like obviously, you can cheat in all matter of situations. So uh, I'm thinking back to like when I was a kid, when like you're like creating a character in D and D, and then you're like, oh yeah, wait, I I rolled two 18s. <laughs> no one will ever know. Uh, well, all right, there, there's something to be said for uh, the power fantasy that mm-hmm. is in role playing games, right? And sometimes. Somebody really just needs to be the big damn hero. But cheating to get there is not the way to do it. Uh, Usually it's by talking to the group and saying, you know what? I'm having a really rough week. All I really want to do is be a hero for 15 minutes. Can you all help me? You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the whole evening then just changes, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, People that cheat in role-playing games on purpose – and consistently, believe it or not, are out there. I have thrown people out of demos because they do. It's really easy to know when somebody's cheating in an RPG. Okay? Okay. When no one at the round table or squared table, wherever, people from a foot and a half away from you can't see what you're rolling, but you succeeded everything. How do they do? You can do that? They, or they try they, to? <laughs> yeah, they, they roll their D20. And they're like, wow, another 17 and pick it up before anybody could see it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do That's that. That's kind of, yeah. Uh, usually what it, the big indicator is how much damage you do. If you're always mm-hmm. on the top curve of your damage when you hit, I, I can I can and I can't see the dice or you strategically have a book there. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, your drink, you always roll behind the drink and neither of the players on either side can see you. Mm-hmm. I usually, it's usually a big sign of you're trying to hide your dice. 
right? That's sus. Now, I'm I'm not saying that that's a it's a big deal. I mean, you shouldn't have to though. If you feel the need to cheat in a make believe game, mm-hmm. you have bigger problems than cheating at an RPG. <laughs> I feel like that takes away some of the fun too. Because just thinking to like when we would play D anD D, there's been a few times where I've been like, man, I really want to roll well on this like a like a social check or something like oh, i yeah. really yeah. want to convince this guy and then you get a one and it's like <laughs> then you have to like try and like figure your way out yeah. or whatever yeah. or don't figure your way out just mess it up like i usually did uh my poor dragon dragonborn uh but uh, yeah i got yeah do you have any like situations that you recall at all of, like someone cheating at the board or anything in, like you can remember like dm or because i can imagine like there might be like a shitty dm that like cheats and like shitty dms you can come across as well the dm player packed as i like to say because it is it's a it's a covenant at the table this is a circle of trust we're trying to we're trying to have a good time here all of us together everybody mm-hmm. pitch in both imagination and physically you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. that's the whole point um but having a shitty gm usually involves uh, the players doing something that this really fragile, egoed GM might not have thought of and then punishing them for it. Mm -hmm. It's just much easier as a GM to be shitty than a player. You know, a Mm -hmm. player cheating is a player cheating. They're only really cheating themselves and nothing else. But a DM having like a fragile ego, punishing good players, uh, uh, you know, nobody can outsmart him where mm-hmm. it's not a competition. It should never be GM versus players. It mm-hmm. should never be, well, they hit me eight times. I'm going to make sure I hit one of them once if I keep rolling mm-hmm. ones and twos and just say, hey, he hit you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's not how any of that works. Like just roll with the punches, uh, go with it. And if it's a big, bad end game villain that can't hit the PCs at all, mm-hmm. you know, there's a number of different ways to fix that. Okay. Either the PCs were overpowered for what you had, or if it's just your die rolls, just have a follow-up story that that big bad endgame villain was in fact being weakened by something more powerful off-screen. Hmm. Okay. Something that and they that... now have to deal with. Okay. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. You know, That's maybe cool. maybe maybe the good wizard isn't exactly as good as he says he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and he was trying to usurp that power. Whatever the case is, you could think of a million different ways if you got a good brain on you. Don't cheat. Yeah. Um, cheating on tabletop games, however, is slightly different um, because there's no consequences for that, really, other mm-hmm. than people not wanting to play with you. Or you beat the um, shit out of them in the parking lot. A lot like of a game. lot of games are kind of cheat proof. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Uh, we have played Gloomhaven here. Uh, myself, myself, Dave, Cat, uh, and Elizabeth. We have sat here and mm-hmm. played Gloomhaven before. Gotten all the way to the end of scenario. Everybody's like half dead and tired because it's a fatiguing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's long. Uh, it takes a couple of hours for each of these scenarios to play out because it's mm-hmm. miniatures and it's tactics. And, you know, it's come down to a die roll. And we're all looking around, and we're like, does anybody have anything that could help this go through? And I think it only happened once where uh, 
somebody had something like a re-roll or something like that, but it wasn't usable in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. I took the card and I was like, just re-roll the die. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, I'm not going to stress it out over one die roll. We ended up winning anyway. Do I feel mm-hmm. like I cheated myself? No, because Gloomhaven's mm-hmm. heart is F. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it depends. Like if it's just you and a bunch of dudes there and you just kind of want to see how everything plays out, just just do it. Just play it, you know? Yeah. Some games are more of a challenge. Um, ones that deal with cards. You'll get people with sticky say, bombs. Like yeah, Magic the Gathering or something like that. Yeah. Those types of games are competitive by nature, so you'll see mm-hmm. more cheating. Um, as a matter of fact, we were vic- I was victim. I had uh, – it was my uh, bachelor party, and I went to a card tournament. Right. Mm-hmm. So get That's this. What it does. We took second uh, through sixth place at the store. Oh my god! It was it wasn't a store around here. We traveled to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we my my whole my whole group were all of my card players. Like we had a group mm-hmm. that we played cards all the time. Um, we went. Because that's all I wanted to do. They were giving out Avengers swag. It was a, it was an old Avengers game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we left with all but the first place prizes. Why so we – I looked at this guy's deck because I came in third. Uh, my best man at the time had come in second. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both fought the guy. Mm-hmm. And like literally? Like no. It was the only oh. L we, it was the only L we both took mm-hmm. the entire day. This one guy. So I was like, all right, let hey, can I see your deck? Noticed that almost everything he had was rares. It was a draft tournament. Mm-hmm. One rare comes out of every pack. Okay. You only get eight packs. How do you have ten rares? Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to say, hey man, it came like that. And I'm like. Yeah, okay. But they were mm-hmm. all the rares that connected with each other too. Uh, I was like, like one what? in a billion chance. Yeah, I'm like, no. How are you gonna um, cheat at a draft? Yeah, so he cheated at a draft, and because he was friends with the judge, he got a buy. Mm. So we were, we were. I was salty about it, and then I went and got drunk because it was my. That's lame. Card. Was it for cash or anything? Or it was for prizes, prizes that you can't buy with cash. So I was, I was pretty, I was That's pretty peeved. Yeah, I, in other tournaments, I've had people cheat. In my defense, by the way. Like, yeah, because I go to tournaments with Dave sometimes for like hero mm. clicks. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. superhero crap, and uh, everybody takes pity on me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's it's like not my game, and I'm like, oh crap. Uh, <laughs> I know I could move here, and they're, and they're like, don't do that. Yeah, and he points <laughs> to his figure here, uh, and I'm like, shit. I don't have I don't have a good move here. I got nothing. <laughs> And and then you see the other dude kind of start tapping his finger in the row that I'm supposed to be moving. Uh-huh. In. You know, like they they take complete pity on me to the yeah. point that I always get the last place prize. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, I've played the game a dozen times, still don't know the rules. So, oh. uh, we, we yeah. have a guest coming in. We have our third man. Third, third should be man. here any second. Man down. Our third boy. I don't know how the recording's going to work with this, so we might have to stop it. Uh, hey, hello, buddy. Professor Dave. Dave is back. He, uh, Papa Dave. I believe it's recording. Dave, can you say something, sir? Should I cut this? 
I don't know if I'll cut this or not. It looks like it's all funky. I'm going to stop it and then restart it again. Just there in you case. go. He's here. You see, it's here. Yeah. All right. I am going to line this up at some point, I guess. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, it should be easy. Uh, but yeah, we were just talking about, um, we we're talking about cheating, but we were talking about like tabletop and things like that. Um, but really the, what I, the bulk of what I wanted to talk about was, uh, like virtual cheating, um, and like the rise of like PC crossplay with Xbox. Um, obviously there's a, like a lower barrier for entry as far as cheating goes for a PC. Uh, it's not like you can sideload stuff on an Xbox and PS4 or PS5 or whatever, but I feel like that's generally harder than like going to a website, downloading a file, or like paying someone cash for a program, and then it does you load it up or whatever, and it, it does it for you. You click some buttons, blah 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 blah, like on a PC, yeah, or like getting. Uh, I don't know if you know about like um, those things you can get for your controller where you can program scripts and stuff. You like hit a paddle, and then it'll do like a double shot automatically, like run a double shot script on like CFDs or something that you can use on like a console. I had no idea they ha- even had that. Uh, but I feel like that's, I mean, that's still cheating, but it's like less cheating than being like, oh, I can see everybody on on my screen and know exactly where they're at. Uh, so basically I was just wondering, like, do you think, I feel like there definitely is like an increase in cheating. Like, what do you think the impetus be- behind that is? Uh, well, you know, the rise to esports is definitely part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think the... Um, the the push to cheat your way to to becoming like twitch famous mm-hmm. you know streaming has definitely led to an increase in it i mean you see articles all the time about such and such streamer got caught with aimbot or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah th- those kind of things so it just doesn't i feel like it's the uh, worst time to cheat though because like twitch viewers are like psychotic where there's people that will like watch your VOD like in half time to see you if you're cheating. Like that's right. like, I feel like, yeah. I then like the whole thing, like eventually you'll like become almost pro and people will be like, well, why you're like number one Valorant streamer. Like, why aren't you on a pro team? And it's like, well, I can't cause I'm cheating. And like, Oh, I don't want to cause the money or whatever. Yeah. It just yeah, seems like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like at the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, why do people feel the need to, to cheat? Like, why why is it that, I mean, whether it be tabletop or, you know, beyond that to even, you know, video games, I, I don't understand the, you know, like, like, I feel bad if I'm playing a game of hero clicks, right? A tabletop mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody, <laughs> somebody doesn't do the right thing. And I don't <laughs> say anything about it. Like I, I feel like while that's not necessarily cheating, uh-huh. I think it's incumbent on both players. Like it should be incumbent on both players, similar to the magic, the gathering mm-hmm. to keep the board state correct. Mm-hmm. So like if I would allow somebody to screw up like that, I, I feel like I should just be treated just like I was cheating. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, both players should be disqualified. I um, I think that might be part of the problem, though, because in Jeremy's instances, he's talking about, like, you know, Twitch streaming uh, or whatnot. And there's no real consequences for that. There's, like, none if you get caught. Well, you, get your, you get banned. Like, you'll lose yeah. your Twitch channel. Now. I don't know, back in the day. But now, like, uh, that's, the, that's in the Twitch things. Thing. Yeah, you can't. You can. The one guy, 
he was he was number two in Vanguard. This just happened recently. Number two in Vanguard got caught using aimbot in a match. He lost his channel on Twitch for sure. Might lose his YouTube channel. Uh, and he, it, uh, this is a side note, but he said he was cheating because he never cheated before to become number two. He was cheating to help him get the diamond camo faster. I just thought that was that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. But yeah, so he lost. He he. I don't know if he lost his YouTube channel. He might not. He might get suspended. But he like he doesn't have a Twitch channel anymore. That's as far crazy. as I know. And that like the other guy who went on the misogynist tirade. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Um, have you, uh, the other component I was curious before we head back into this was uh, have you guys? Well, I guess Dave kind of made it clear he's never cheated in a video game. Um, well, no, really? I, I took a lot of pride in, in like Diablo two back in the day, being a completely legitimate player. You didn't have like the whites and stuff like the uh, no, or the Fs or no, none of that stuff. Uh, you know, now I did trade. Mm-hmm. But I legitimately got my wealth by farming, mm-hmm. so I wasn't duping. Did I? Mm-hmm. Did I deal in what was probably uh, duped uh, runes or SOJs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the market was flooded, and there was no way to tell what was legit and what wasn't, and that was the only way that you can convert wealth into what you needed. Mm-hmm. For the game, so I don't necessarily call that treating on my behalf because I legitimately earned the things that i was you know that, that i traded for so <clears throat> some people like would take that as as cheating like the only way to be purely legit is to like not trade because of not knowing what was mm-hmm. legit what isn't uh, i think in that game there's so much like it's almost like it was part of the game like that's just it's not like you had like an upper hand magically over everybody no in fact like i you know i could have duped and and done all that other cheating stuff and and become like wealthy without putting in time Mm -hmm. but i just i just didn't i didn't want to do that and and 99 percent of the gear that i had was like one percent stat off of something just so that Mm -hmm. nobody would accuse me of being able to or having you know duped the yeah like perfect yeah yeah because Generally, if an item's perfect, that's what's going to get duped. So, um, and I, I still crush that game, but I, I don't know. Like cheating in video games just never occurred to me. Like, mm-hmm. have I turned on like God mode on a single player game? Yeah, sure, it's oh, yeah. around it's stuff like that. But like when you're in, when you're involving uh, somebody else in a multiplayer game, whether it's co-op or or like multiplayer competitive i feel like the only thing cheating does is selfishly take away from other people's good time to supply your own you know do you think I mean? like, like the, people that are bad do that because they're like oh well i'm not having fun anyway might as well like get the satisfaction of like rubbing it in other people's faces or something uh, some even, of them might, might be the type of people that are like oh i i suck really bad but but most people are of the thought like, hey, I suck. Let's practice. Not jumping to cheating right away. Mm-hmm. You know? it's also I feel the, like, like cheating is more the trolls game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheating is, is a different mentality. Uh, it, it Cheating to get good gear or whatever, that's sneaker culture. That's not a targeted attack at you. But that's talking about like bots and stuff. What? No, like no, no. I mean, you have to cash? have the freshest kicks ever, willing to do anything to get it. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's it's 
so I don't want to say sneaker culture per se, but the idea that you have to have the, the best. Let's keep it up the, with the Jones. So. Yeah. The but, and they had to skip all the hard work, right? Yeah. The grind, skip the grind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, so this, like, it's said for that. I don't know. It's the same philosophy of like buying gold in WoW when it was like not illegal. You able to. Or not legal, but now, now, now you can by purchasing those tokens mm-hmm. or whatever and, and selling them. Well, that's where pay to win comes in too. They kind of like let you skip yeah. that if you want to, and they make cash, so you don't have to cheat. Yeah. Uh, I feel less bad about that. Like in WoW, like if you, I don't think there's really a way to cheat, uh, like to get like tier, like high tier gear. Like you still have to do the mythic and heroic stuff to really get that. But there, let's say there was a way to like cheese a cheese a raid or whatever and get to the boss and then cheese him or something. Um, I would feel less bad about that because ultimately, like, I guess your guild kind of sucks. Like if if it's not for world first or whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm still taking the PvP. No I think it's still lame, but so. it's different than in COD where like. You like do a tournament or whatever, and then like you like are cheating, like you're just like replacing all of your skills. I don't know, disrupting like PvP, like it's like sports, like poor sportsmanship, really. It really is. Ultimately, is what it comes down to. Whatever the reasoning is, is going to take away from the experience of the game for everyone else that you're with. I feel like it's legitimately saying my good time is more important than yours. Correct. Mm -hmm. I'm the most important thing here. I don't care what I have to do or who I have to step on to make that happen. And I don't derive joy from stealing it from other people. Don't we do that in CFDs, so, though? No, no. I mean, well, okay. By illegitimately stealing it from <laughs> other people, I should say. Um, to a certain extent, yeah. That's I mean, part you of are, the game, you though. Right. You're, right. you're going outside like, the I, rules to... To make that. that happen, we're playing and, in the like with the same rules everybody else has. Yeah, and it's there. It's more of a test of skill. Like who's that's true. Be more yeah, it's legitimate. Or mm-hmm. have the better tactics, or, or or what? And it's not necessarily like the shitting on the other person that makes you happy. It's the, the sense of, of accomplishment of overcoming the the mm-hmm. uh, okay that yeah, makes yeah, you yeah. happy. So that's like the like a regular Call of Duty match. Yeah, I'm happy when I'm winning. It's not that, but I'm not elated that I, the other people are having a shitty time. Mm-hmm. Like when you take it up to the eleven by cheating, yeah, you are legitimately like now you are having no fun. I'm having all the fun. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you're playing a tabletop game and you're three turns in, and you know there is no hope, and you're just going through the motions for the rest of that game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and maybe it was luck. Maybe it was the opponent's skill. But if they cheated to make you feel like that, that's a whole different feeling. Like, that's a whole different battery of emotions. If you if you know that they were cheating, too, and you're just too polite to say something like I usually am. Mm-hmm. But I'm miserable and I'm angry. And I, I wonder why I'm even playing the game at that point. Mm-hmm. So. So I guess you guys would agree that you feel like cheating has become more of a a quant, like a thing. It, if it hasn't become more, uh, like like like, if it doesn't happen more now, mm-hmm. it's at least easier to 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 like see. So mm-hmm. it's more more perceptible now because of video on demand and and YouTube and and. You know, I back in 1983, I wasn't. You know, nobody heard about anybody cheating on Donkey Kong. Yeah, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, just now, 
you hear about it more, but I also there's more overall gamers, I think. So that's true. Yeah, there are. Um, and some some of these bots are. I think some of these bots would be really good if they were used like with a different set of intentions, because if if let's say a disabled player wants to play, these bots could be amazing for them to help them out. Right? Still wouldn't mm-hmm. diminish anything or anybody's enjoyment. Um, but it, it's not. It's it's people that either just don't want to put in the work to get better or just aren't great at it. If you're not that great at it, maybe you shouldn't be covering it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's yeah, a I thing. don't know why. That, that's a, that's, oh, yeah. that's a thing you have to consider too. Like, um, the, I don't know if there's a rise in cheating. Maybe there's a rise of people getting caught. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like more, mm-hmm. it's more. It's prevalent. Yeah, it's more prevalent now. Like because you can you you can see it, but to to your point about like uh, like people utilizing it because they they aren't good. Like mm-hmm. you don't have the right to be good at every game. Yeah, mm-hmm. participation. Like that's prizes. a very. Yeah, that, that's a that's a, a very self indulgent, self centered outlook on things. Like, like I know my place in Call of Duty, and it's right around one point two KDR. That's you good, know, like, especially in <laughs> war, uh, Cold War. But yeah, you know, like there's people out there that are two point five, mm-hmm. and I know my place is definitely nowhere near them, and I haven't earned that right. So I have to take my enjoyment where I can, and that's right around the one point two mark. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't feel entitled to have a two point five like that's the difference like like that sense of entitlement uh, that like you know your your experience is more important than the other players so you can cheat and cut corners to get there that's that's bullshit and now if you ask me if I've ever cheated a game yes I have I you know used to steal an extra five hundred and slip it under the Monopoly board when my sister. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you like, like I've like done that. I've been there. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe you when your you know sister went to the bathroom, you looked at the next card on Candyland, and mm-hmm. it was blue, and you you really needed pink, so you shuffled that one to the bottom. I don't mm-hmm. know. It could have happened, but after a while, you grow out of that shit. Like yeah. usually, um, yeah, th- yeah, for sure. Where where winning doesn't become important. Now, do I get upset when I lose? Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, no, like, still lose. Yeah, depending on on the the circumstances in the game and, and and how you're emotionally feeling that day, sure. Like, and I think that's okay too. And I think if if people were more open to to being able to express their displeasure at losing uh, and didn't have to like bottle it up or hide it, like. I think that would go a long way for to keeping from people from cheating to win, so they wouldn't have to experience that. You know what I mean? Like as far as a tabletop goes, sure. Uh, but okay. but I don't I don't know if it's I, I I know a habitual cheater in tabletop that I've played with for many years, and I constantly catch them at it, and I have never said anything, just to to keep the status quo and it irks me no more you know what i mean like so sometimes you know like i'm playing this game but i'm going through the motions because i know if i legitimately win i've had to overcome not just (laughs) (laughs) 
they're not playing. just the game, but you cheating as well. Yeah, yeah. but the, the cheating as well. So I'm really happy if I win, but like generally speaking, I go through the motions because I know inevitably I will lose to them. So. Do you want to call them out on this podcast right now? Uh, no, I don't. That is that is some bullshit, man. You want me to break his leg? Because name's Ray, and I'm just done with it. Sorry, Ray. Ray no, said he was it was like anti cheating, where you would help him not lose so bad. No, the re- that when we, <laughs> I told them that the last time he brought me to a Hero Clicks tournament, that there was some good cheating going on because every time I went to make a move, everybody knew I was so horrible. They're like, ah, no, don't. And then they point at their figure right next, like. They didn't yeah. even tell me this dude's got six range. Don't don't go. Yeah, I, I, I was completely kidding about it being Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I do I do enjoy that. I do enjoy it. like usually the hero. There, there's two sides of the hero click community. There's the the ultra competitive side, mm-hmm. uh, the meta side, and then the the you know the casual side. And the casual side is fantastic to play in. Uh, usually it's stuff like that, like. Hey, let me teach you this game because it is probably, without a doubt, the most complex game in the world. I would say because wow, there are so many crazy rules interactions. There's every character has their own unique power. Like it, it just it's it, for for the casual That's player, it is difficult day. to jump in. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's much worse than 40k. Because these squads like, are all the same. You know, yeah, you like have that. you have like the core rules and your codex, and you're good to go. This, like, I not only have to know my team that I'm playing, I have to know the team I'm playing against, too. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, like, their tagline was, everything you need to know is on the combat dial. Because that's not the that's, case anymore. Yeah, now it's on the combat dial, on the card, on the resource dial, on that tarot card deck that they just added in. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, these ID cards and uh, your vehicle and this terrain piece that you have here. And it, it just, it's gotten very complicated over the years, even after they tried to rein it back. Yeah. So, uh, like, I prefer to play competitively. But I play competitively sealed. I try not to do constructed at all because I really hate gotcha and and meta tactics. Like when you go to Worlds and you see out of the top ten uh, teams, nine of them are the exact same team. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I don't like seeing stuff like that. Yeah, I want to play. Bad. I want to play new Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Versus the Avengers or or the the justice league versus the x-men like that's what i want to play yeah you want to theme it out yeah so if i'm playing competitively i like to play steel because you get dealt a hand that you don't know what's going to happen you draft it you play but regardless like i I do enjoy the anti-cheat cheating where they're (laughs) reverse cheating they're cheating for you the opponent teaching you as they go i think that's a, a, a a great way to get people engaged because all it takes is one horrible experience on your first tournament out. Yep. And you are no longer a Hero Clicks player. You are a former Hero Clicks player who dabbled that one time. And uh, that goes for a lot of games. I mean, I'm sure in Magic it's the same way. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, like any kind of competitive collectible game like that, I'm sure. You have your, your ultra competitive leagues and then you have your more casual leagues that'll teach you and help you out but like i said in magic they have like rules that say like both players are responsible for making sure that the rules are followed and that the the, the game state stays correct they don't have that in hero click so if somebody screws up it's 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 not 
it's not a requirement to say anything. In fact, it's frowned upon to say it. like that. That's how like 90% hmm. of people win is by somebody forgetting that they had this prob or making mm. this illegal move. And you're like, Nope, you already moved. Now you can't shoot. Sorry. Screw you. You're done. You know, like those are the, the you know, so I, and I hate playing like that. And, and mm-hmm. when prizes are on the line, I do play like that and I hate mm-hmm. it. I, you know, I would rather just have a laid back fun game. He loves and, it. It's okay. Yeah. To me, to be honest, even 90% of battle royales, like I, I have a tendency to win them a lot uh, just because it's the only thing I do at, at those <laughs> tournaments. I uh-huh. play battle Royales. Um, it, it, it's not, not because like I, I'm doing gotcha stuff or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. ju- just because I, I'm so practiced at doing that one particular style of gameplay. Um, but I, I just, I, I enjoy it more because there's less cheating and, and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, <laughs> uh, now, cheating bad, helping other players good, good. no matter whether it, it whether it's online or or in person. It's got to be a hollow uh, victory too. I don't understand. Like yeah. you don't get the same feeling. Like if you cheat to win right. like a Warzone match, like you don't get that. I guarantee you're not getting that same adrenaline that we get like when you win at the end. Right. right. There's no way. Like if you know you're you, gonna win, you don't understand the adrenaline I get when I win a Warzone match because I have no business winning that thing. <laughs> there is no reason in the world I should ever have a win, and I don't have many. <laughs> Only a couple, and usually they were on the riding piggyback on on. You know, you, Jeremy, just uh, you're gonna carry me all the way. I was on man. Wesley. Oh wait, I no, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> but 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 yeah, like that, there, there's there's yeah, there's nothing. There's like been more than a few times where it's gone down. Like I I lost Gulag, and then you've had the jet me in on like the tiniest circle, like three seconds before the Gulag closes. Um, I there's I can, in my head I can see uh, look, that. Look, a blind squirrel gets a nut every once. Or you called. You know you, I saying? still had the one video where you called out the person on the roof, and I didn't see him. And uh, you, you saved my ass. Uh, and we won that one too. That was sick. Um, yeah, the, the last component of this question, um, <laughs> now that we just kind of you know look, talked about like cheating a little bit, was how far would you go to prevent online cheating? Not like keep people's hands locked in a box. Like you had to like stick your hands in a box and it couldn't be open and you can only play with the controller inside there. Although now that I think about it, that I think might for not be a bad idea. Maybe, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it sounds pretty sick. Yeah. You get this welded box with like a controller in it. Um, I mean, what, something what like Battle Eye, like, like it's, we, it's kernel based, I, like kernel level anti cheat, and a lot of people have an issue with that. I think there's maybe like Valorant uh, uses that, but that's like a hardcore like pro scene and everything. Like that's like CS right. CS:GO might use Battle Eye, but a lot of people have an issue like with that. And then there's always been like the. Uh, the anti-piracy stuff that a few games have had where like it's like all uh drm always on drm and things like that uh that people always have an issue with i mean it works because i can't, I think it's tomb raider the second one came out and like no it wasn't pirated for like six months because they couldn't figure out how to get around the DR- drm so right. i mean and that saved like i'm assuming a lot of sales uh i mean i i think that that every online multiplayer game should have some form of anti-cheat um halo yeah whether it's as rudimentary as a a report look at ban you know Mm -hmm. in the case of smaller games that can keep up with something like that to to the more automated ones that you're seeing now i think i think it's a a must but i think any anti-cheat also has to have some kind of review board for appeals 
mm-hmm. because of the amount. The the tighter you lock that down, the more false positives you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. I can see um, that like a really good player, like some of the pros are just doing right. disgusting like, things. I know it's happened to like Zlaner, who mm-hmm. is one of the top. He plays with like uh, Doctor uh, Disrespect and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's he's a very good player. Uh, you know, and he he has shown videos of him playing with controller, with views on his his controller, views mm-hmm. on his like you know, active like what's active on his computer mm-hmm. and his screen and everything, and showed that like he is not a cheater and he can still pull forty kills in one war zone. Like yeah, he's just an insane. He's one of those people that's just like a prodigy. Ten and, would be good uh, in war zone for people who yeah. don't know. Yeah, so like, uh, the I, I feel like he would probably get tagged quite. Yeah, a bit I'm sure for, for for cheating. And if there wasn't some kind of an appeal process, that could be bad. But, mm-hmm. um, and then when it comes to tabletop, I think you know a nice stiff ruler and a crack on the knuckles. Yeah, a, a boot to the do you, ass. Do you think this is a culture thing? Because I feel like as a primarily console player, like I'm just used to, like, I mean, if they wanted to put like battle eye or something on the console it doesn't matter because i'm always online anyway it's on a closed system console like it's not gonna help me or like they're not gonna like steal they, any of my data or whatever like they can do whatever they want with with anti versus pc me, because a i don't cheat and b i'm not good enough to trigger any algorithms so <laughs> they can do whatever they want like i'm, I'm cool with it like, it won't affect me yeah honestly I, I would have to say that uh console is the way to go to reduce all that um yeah. and then of course you know not have it be you know not have the hard drives be modif- modified or anything like that post the system updates you know what i mean yeah. but other than system updates and game le- like legitimate the, things registered registered game updates that are yeah. on the schedule you know nothing should be able to change any of the software on there that will prevent all sorts of cheating you know getting a getting a, a a controller that has programmable stuff is is it's okay it's fine um but they could also if game inputs are put in repeatedly too quickly you can easily have an algorithm for I feel that like that'd be yeah you could or you could even like scan because like, they have a database like, of scripts you can download to it like why not scan that see what they're doing if it matches up with something on there there's no way it's going to be like yeah i, I, I mean I mean, it's above my head i'm just i'm, I'm saying it's like, like this is it's super a, easy come on guys if it's a consistent repeat like if there's always 0.5 milliseconds between the two x button you know the two x button hits right mm-hmm. xx right, right? Uh, if it's always the same increment of time every time the player's doing it, that's a script, bro. Because nobody's right. that consistent. Muscle memory doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Muscle memory tells you tap it, tap X right. twice quickly, not you know now, 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 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's going to become more and more important as we get more cross platform games, or else there's uh, two other things that need to happen. One is the ability to opt out of crossplay mm-hmm. has to continue and, and be, I think they, they have to really delineate like, you know, uh, the, the cheat and it is an IP ban. Like, and mm-hmm. here's, here's the truth. Free to play. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the cheating is going to happen on uh, competitive games 
The truth is, yeah. if somebody cheats right now in in Wonderlands, let's say we're playing that, mm-hmm. we're we're not going to notice. We're just going to notice a whole bunch of like loot on yeah. the floor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, same thing for Final Fantasy, the one that we played. If he gets if he gets the combo out, you know, third person comes in, gets a combo out, and kills something. Uh, that was on us because we put any as the people that should come in as opposed to like a gear tier or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, you know? So monitor the fact that you're in an open party for a lot of this stuff. Like you want people of certain caliber to come in um, and not ruin your experience. Um, and the truth is, is you can opt out of all that. But I see the biggest problem is, is going to be competitive gaming. Because com- competition breeds, honestly, uh, shady fucks, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly filthy hey, PC players, and I can say that. I feel like, the- uh, yeah. like, especially with the way it's structured, like it's changing a little bit on console, but Xbox Live Gold costs a certain amount of money. Then you have your gamer tag. Uh, if you get your gamer, like I would be devastated if my gamer tag got banned because that's like my whole history. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you can keep like your game purchases, but like you can't play online anymore. And that's like, like six or seven years of games that and like experiences and you know that's my like name i don't know it's my part of my online identity whereas um then you can do this a little bit differently in like uh silver you can still play online so you can play halo free to play like without paying for xbox live gold and i think you can do that for like maybe G- warzone gt online i can't remember um there's certain games you could play free to play uh destiny 2 maybe um but yeah like you could just make a new name if it gets banned you can just make a new name and then go in and that's like a lot yeah. easier on pc because you're not playing or paying money to play online and i feel like you lose your like xbox live like silver account like okay let's make a new one and all these people probably use done. burners anyway that aren't their seven year sign mm-hmm. that's true yeah, yeah they're but, probably <laughs> jumping on on some Bullshit, I don't understand that either. The other thing I will say special. that I do like is the stealthy switching people to cheater only lobbies. I enjoy mm, that a lot. That's been a mm-hmm. new one, and I like that so, a lot. Yeah, like I like they don't tell you anything. They don't say shit. Just all of a sudden, you're in there with every other aim botter, and you guys can have fun. Yeah, that, uh, there that's was a thing. I, uh, I like. I think Halo Halo was doing that. I don't remember, but there was a, a pretty funny thing that people were doing. Um, in halo towards the beginning where they were like team killing the cheater or they were like, you can't run through teammates. So sometimes they'd like block them in a corner and then like, they couldn't <laughs> like get out and people were like, the other team would like come up and just kill them and things like that. But it's still a little bit rampant. I don't know if they worked on it at all, but hopefully they do. But that's so weird. <sighs> it's the fact that the it's gamers have had to, yeah, the, the fact that the gamers have had to take it into their own hands to get rid of cheaters should tell the company something. Nobody really likes this. Right yeah. now. Even if you're a cheater, you hate it when you bump into another cheater. I've yeah, actually yeah. seen <laughs> whole Twitch streams about it. Like, look at this idiot facing this idiot, and neither could die, and they sat there this whole time. It's stupid. I'm like, wow. Part of the the gameplay of like any game ever made is like overcoming a challenge. Like that's the fun of it. It's not like that's finishing all point it. Of it, right? <laughs> it's the journey. Like maybe it's just young people. I mean, I'm not particularly old, but I mean, I... no, because cheating's like been kids? around since there's been games. I so lied. I, can't... I, ch- I cheated one time. I just realized that. Oh my god! I, I think you know someone. I unplugged the second player controller on my Nintendo when somebody else was beating me at something. Oh, Damn, snap. that's uh, that's cheating. Screening 
or screen cheating has been around for. I just ever. unplugged that shit. I feel like that's and a by skill. The time, by the time they were able to like wiggle the thing, and I had already beaten the shit out of them in the game, so I was good with it. I definitely screen cheated a shit ton, like Gold Nine, Halo, split screen back in the day. But everyone's screen cheating, so really, like it's you know it's in my game. Um, if you can't screen cheat, you're just, you're not yeah, alone. I feel like if everybody's on the same playing field, you can see everybody's screen on a four-way <laughs> split. Then, that's part of the part yeah, of the game. That's just part. Yeah, of it. if you can screen cheat better, that's just a developed skill. That's Look at you. What you're I tell just myself. trying to justify your own shit. <laughs> I, I am a cheater. I apparently. Um, I feel like yeah, it's been. We might have to cut this one at this first topic. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You should. Uh, oh, yeah, I ran in the beginning and then I lost power. So yeah. 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 Did you uh, Did you play anything this last week? Uh, I started playing Tiny Tina, and Tiny Tina. I downloaded and started playing WWE 2K22. And nice. is it better than the previous one? It is so much better than the previous one. Oh, it's it's actually good. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Wow, that's good. <laughs> the the play controls are more arcadey and less uh, complicated. Um, the the graphics are better. There's less glitching around. Um, there's definitely a ton of wrestlers and more coming out. Uh, and it didn't hurt that I got like the NWO for Life edition uh, <laughs> with the season pass and everything. Did you and, really? Like, Holy yeah, hell! Yeah, because it was on sale and it was cheaper than like the the like regular edition. So, Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I was like, um, yeah, that's a that's a win. Because I was looking at it to buy because I had looked at the roster and like. It had some 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 nice pulls from from back in the day, which is what I'm interested in. And then, of course, throwback stuff. Uh, the, the the one that really got me was the season pass. The on the picture, like the first DLC, uh, Cactus Jack is coming in. So of course, like, okay. of course, that's you. Well, if you have Foley, I'm I'm going to definitely buy this. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's got Macho Man Randy Savage. It's got Hulk Hogan and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It's got Andre the Giant. It's got Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got some nice pulls and some some of the, the my favorite current wrestlers too, like Drew McIntyre. You know. uh, Drew's a good one. I like that. Yeah, like Finn Balor, like AJ Styles, like Samoan Joe's on there. Like so, so it's cool. Uh, Rowdy Roddy nice. Piper's in there too, which is a huge get. Uh, That's a huge for you. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. So I've been playing around with that a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, I, I don't know, like, how the, these people do it, but, like, create a character. Like, I can't even <laughs> figure out. How to, how I've seen some crazy it. ones on Twitter, like, exact yeah. replicas of people. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and and they, they can share them with the community. So you can just go and download oh my God. them. So, like, I haven't even gotten into that part yet. Mm-hmm. I just I just looked at it quick to see what was, like, because you can sort it by, like, top rated, most downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a John Cena peacemaker that I have. Oh my to god! Have. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. They like they they took John Cena and they put him in the peacemaker outfit. Gotta have it. Somebody did a Spider Man that looks perfect, like with the webbing and everything on the suit. Oh my god, Dave, you need There's to look like, up a character named Buana Beast. And Buana he's Beast? a DC character, but he looks like a fucking wrestler. You could probably replicate him in that system. I'd say yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Bone Saw is in there. Bone Saw is ready. <laughs> they can have him versus Spider Man. Oh shit, man! 
Nice. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all about it. Well, uh, sounds like uh, that'll be it for this episode of Invite the Party Podcast. Um, yeah, just give us five stars, oh, like us, share us. One oh. more thing. Uh, jump on Kickstarter. DC Deck Building uh, Injustice is on there now. Yeah, what is it? The 10th anniversary of that, that game? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm already all in for for wow. that to add it to my multiverse box nice. and get new, new multiverse boxes so I can finally sleeve my stuff. But yeah, if you're into DC deck building, definitely uh, it's a good game. Jump on Kickstarter because it's Flash <laughs> and Reverse Flash Rivals and Justice, and then two new uh, multiverse boxes and two new uh, player uh, 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 mats. Mats. Thank you. <laughs> if you love Mats, you'll love this podcast. So why don't you share this podcast with your favorite friend named Matt? And then you can both Matt, like Matt, it. <laughs> Shouts Matt, out to Matt, our favorite Quebexican. No one's going to get that except for like three people. But it's going to be, they're going to love it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, five star, share us with anybody. That's how these things, you know, best work out word of mouth because, you know, I can I can buy ad space on works Instagram his mouth all day. That's what he's trying to uh, say. <laughs> vaguely sexual, but I'll allow it. Um, yeah, I buy ad space all day, but really the, the 50 plus uh, widow market is just not working out for our viewers, apparently. So, I'm going to have to shift that metric a little bit. Um, say word of mouth for now will be will be the best. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll see you guys next week. And thanks for coming to the party. Peace. Bye. Deuces. So we're kind of like implying that we're at a party, kind of. If people don't understand, it's like a chat party. No. Do you invite, think look, they if you think don't, we're if you don't every I'm inviting week. you to the party, okay? You have never played an RPG. You've never played a tabletop game. That's and true. you haven't played a console. If you're a filthy PC gamer, be gone, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the, the image, though, I think, for the podcast to make it look more like something related to the party chat. Jesus but Christ. I'm going to press stop.